Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Robbie Motter, the host of Diva Strategies for Success, where every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, I bring you a dynamic guest. I'm also the global coordinator for NAFI, which is the largest women's network that serves women all over the country. Um, you can check them out at www.nafi.com, and you can check me out at www.robbymodder.com. Today I have a fabulous guest. Her name is Carol Doyle, and Carol, we're going to talk about living better 50, the positive attributes of aging, and she certainly knows a lot. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Carol is the founder and editor-in-chief of livingbetter50.com. An entrepreneur at heart, Carol loves trying new things and reinventing herself, which she has done many times, having owned three of her own businesses, speaking, writing, and her latest and greatest role is Mimi to her four children, grandchildren. Her work-life experience includes working for a large healthcare organization for many years in marketing and program development and project management. From 2003 to 2010, Carol worked as a real estate broker and attended Full Gospel Bible Institute from 2001 to 2004. Upon graduating from FGBI, Carol began serving in women's ministry, which she loves and continues to do so today. The culmination of her gifts and life experience led to launching of the online magazine livingbetter50.com for women with spirit covering topics women love from beauty to business. Carol also serves as the regional director for the West Coast Hollywood Christian Women in Media Association. She and her husband of 26 years have three grown kids and four grandchildren and reside in Southern California. Her desire is to inspire women 50-plus to live better physically, emotionally, financially, and spiritually, and I love that. Carol, welcome. I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me, Robbie. I'm very excited to be here. Always a joy to meet new folks and, and be interviewed. And um, so I'm looking forward to our time today. Thank you. What inspired you to start an online women's magazine? That's a big undertaking. Yeah, well, it, 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 I didn't know it at the time. I guess I hadn't, I hadn't really counted the cost when I first started. You know, sometimes we jump into things, but I, I did give it a lot of thought and, and um, put together a business plan and, and a website strategy. But it was all new to me. And back in 2011, when I was living down in New Orleans, my husband was working on a project down there. I was helping a woman um, just do some work on her website and had started spending a little bit more time on the Internet and using social media finally. My daughter had convinced me, you know, back in like 2010, Mom, you got to get on Facebook. Come on, it's, <laughs> get up with the times, you know. And I had used the Internet and, and, and social media for my business, but I, I didn't have a personal Facebook page. And so when we moved down there, I launched, you know, set that up. Uh, mainly to get pictures of my family and to share, you know, with family members and, and close friends. But as I started spending more time on the Internet and looking at other websites, um, particularly those that, um, you know, focus on 
my demographic or women, you know, in, in my age range, as well as just other sites that I have, you know, have interest in. I noticed that and came across, especially with women's magazines and, you know, some of the traditional publications that have been around for a while. Um, you know, there, there, there are not a lot, but there, there are now. There are more now than there were at that time and pre-2011. But um, what I found is that they had great content. You know, we women love everything from, you know, we say we cover everything from beauty to business. And, and you know, frankly, I, I, I love all the content, you know, beauty, fashion, home, food, travel, um, as well as, you know, um, faith, which is a real important, you know, part of my life. And and so as I started spending more time checking out the other sites, just some of the content that I came across was, I mean, it offended me. Some of it was just, and I was like, why, you know, why do we have to go there? And and um, so I thought, you know what, we need a website for women, an online magazine, women's magazine, that covers all those things women love from beauty to business, but, you know, leaving off the, you know, some of the offensive content that particularly would offend people uh, like myself. And as I talked to other women around the country, and we actually did a survey of about 200 and some odd women in uh, different areas around the U.S., um, you know, they, they they felt the same way. There there was a lot of common, um, you know, that, that, that opinion was very common among other women, um, kind of like-minded women. So I thought, I'm going to launch Living Better 50. So when we first launched, it was actually Living Better 850, and I think it was kind of confusing for for our demographic and our women, so we took out took off the AT because they kept on wanting to add the little at sign. So we're just now livingbetter50.com, and we launched uh, relaunched or rebranded in June of 2013. Well, that's great. Uh, yeah, I like living better. I'm going to be 80 in March. Oh, right. Uh, See, uh, I, I, I love that. It's, Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, we, we, you know, we, we have women. I've actually had contributors, um, you know, all ages of, of contributors, and, and one woman in, in New York City, over 80, who was still doing wellness uh, retreats, and she would take a group over to Paris, you know, Paris, and, and do these beautiful spa retreats at, you know, like 80 years old. So I, I love it. Yeah, the, the, the idea is living better at 50 Plus, so we have 50, 60, 70, 80 plus year old women following us and, and that are part of our community. I'm, I'm actually with you too. I, I would be, there's some things that I was very being offensive with, so I think your magazine is right on target. What skills, education, and experience do you find to be most helpful in your work as an entrepreneur? Well, I, you know, as an entrepreneur, um, and I, I've owned three businesses. Um, there's an article on um, the BBC about um, my background with um, a, a talkie that talks about, um, you know, women launching businesses over 50. And um, I think as an entrepreneur, first of all, you, you have to be willing to um, take risk. And um, I think we tend to be um, – Definitely, kind of people outside of the box, and I've, I've been—I I think I've been an entrepreneur since I've, I've been a young girl. I mean, I started selling Stanley Home products when I was a teenager, and my family thought I was nuts. And so, I've always enjoyed sales and marketing. I worked for a large firm uh, in the corporate world for 15 years in Seattle, 
and loved it and kind of got groomed there and, and did a lot of training and, you know, um, was involved in a leadership program through the uh, business school at Pacific Lutheran University, was chosen as a candidate as a up-and-coming leader in the community and um, and then went through intensive training for uh, healthcare employer information data set. Anyway, that that's, you know, totally different. But, you know, working for that large company certainly groomed me and just been involved in, uh, in community and nonprofit organizations, and I've served on, you know, uh, uh, probably three different now fourth board, and um, I just love business. I, I love everything about it. I mean, I, I can pick up anything related to business, Inc. Magazine or Business Magazine, Entrepreneur, Wired, any of those, and, and I just love, you know, get excited. I'm passionate about business. So I think as an entrepreneur, that's one of the things you have to have a strong gift and be passionate about your your vision, and um, you know it changes. I mean, as we grow and and hopefully become wiser, you know, and just as as we our interests change and and develop and mature too, I, I think our our passions tend to to change. And um, anyway, but the, it, but it is important whatever you choose to do that you do it with passion. And then I would say the other thing is obviously having a, a skills or, or getting um, trained up or, or finding good people to work with. And I, I think that's really key, Robbie, is that really successful entrepreneurs surround themselves with people that they, you know, that have skills that they don't have, skill sets and 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 knowledge. And I think they're they're their gifting is really in leadership and the ability to get other people excited about their vision and um, and then putting together a good team. That's true. Um, what has been your biggest challenge in building your business? Um, I, you know, I would have to say um, since we're a digital, you know, um, media company, and for me, that has been probably a, a challenge in that it's forever changing and morphing, and the rules are changing, and it's it's um, so progressive, and and um, there's just it's so broad, you know, that in, unless you have a really strong tech background and and knowledge base. Um, you know, you, you you really don't know what you don't know, and so that has been probably one of my biggest challenges is trying to um, become educated and knowledgeable about um, how to be a successful digital business and and how to monetize uh, a digital business because I think there are a lot of women out there, a lot of people um, who have websites and authors who have you know author pages and websites and. You know, people that are on the net, but they're not making money. And so um, that's, I would say, number one is, is getting savvy in the technology. That's, for me personally, that's been my, one of my biggest challenges. And two, uh, monetizing your business. And, and I think that goes, that's true for any kind of business, any startup business. And, and I've owned in the past, you know, I've been a, uh, an inventor. I invented uh, infant seats for shopping carts before that category ever came out, that particular product category. Back in 1984, I developed the first infant seat that I'm aware of, um, at least that came to the market, or, you know, was, it was marketed. And we sold 40,000 units, and then a whole product category got launched. And, of course, people that made them much better than we did ended up being, you know, the ones that really succeeded and made a lot of money. 
and you know you see the little carts in the and or the little infant seats, right. the baby seats in the shopping carts. Yeah. So I've been an entrepreneur and and um, and then I owned a restaurant and then jumped into corporate you know the corporate world for 15 years and um, and in real estate for eight years. Now I'm aging myself <laughs> now and living better. So. Um, uh, you know, I think that the the challenges in business um, uh, for for all startups and and people, you know, with an idea, it, it, the reality is, you know, most of them unfortunately fail. Right. Yeah. Um, so, how would you describe success, and what do you contribute to your success? Well, I, you know, success to me is very different than it was when I was in my twenties, and. Um, you know, I think I was—I had a successful job in in my twenties and thirties. The fifteen years I worked for a large company and was paid well and had benefits and a car and this and that and and uh, benefits. <laughs> so that at that time was success for me. But uh, t- it, today it's much different. And I think as women mature and particularly, you know, baby boomers that you know their 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 kids grow up or. You know, they they decide to get out of the corporate world, or if they're a professional and they you know they want to do something different, that some you know pursue their passion. You know, success inc- incorporates um, elements of what I would refer to as, as prosperity, and prosperity is not just about wealth or money. It's it's really about a lifestyle. It's about a mindset. It's about having flexibility and freedom to do the other things you love. It doesn't mean that you're not you're going to work less or or not work as hard because often you work harder when you own your own business and I had probably 10,000 hours into to this business but you know you to me success is being able to when I want to take off I can do that. I might have to work on the road and you know work at night when everybody else is in bed but um, I have the freedom, you know, to do that. So that, to me, is is success. And pursuing, to me, health health is is critical, especially for you women out there that, you know, you divas fifty plus. That you know, health is really important if you want to be, you know, have vitality and and energy and uh, be excited about life. You know, your health. You have to be. You have to take care of yourself. And that, to me, is part of the, the the success is being healthy as well, balanced. Right. How has your faith played a role in your life and work? Uh, it, it changed my entire life. Um, when I recommitted my life to the Lord in uh, September 1999, my my life was radically changed. And um, I, as a matter of fact, not too long after that, resigned from my my job and and position, you know, that I I had for 15 years, and returned to school. And I went to Bible school and and I studied the Bible for three years. And um, I'm I'm now an ordained minister. I was just ordained in April this year, and yeah. I'm very honored that God would, you know, uses uses me. You know, I think it's amazing how he he partners and co- we co-labor, we get to co-labor with him because, you know, the God of the universe, you know, and, and as messed up as we can be sometimes, you know, it's just, it's it's a miracle. It's it's amazing. But my life has, you know, I, I to to tell you how my life has changed, it's, it's, you know, in a few minutes would, would be um, difficult. But I think the main thing that has changed in my life is my, my focus, first of all. Um, God does come first in my life. 
and I seek the kingdom of God first. I spend time with him in the morning first. I pray. Um, I pray throughout the day. Um, I've learned what praying, you know, without ceasing means. It's, you know, constantly, um, you know, just as I go throughout my day, I'm I'm talking to the Lord and, and I'm praying and I'm submitting to him and, you know, I'm, I'm trying to notice the things that I do that might not be pleasing and, and there's, you know, probably I repent almost daily for something. And um, and then the other thing is that my priorities have really shifted in my values um, as a woman and as a mother and, and a wife. And I try to put my, you know, my marriage and my family, um, you know, um, after God and, 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 and myself in terms of that, you know, spending time with the Lord. You know, I really try to focus on, on my family and, um, and then my ministry and work. And... Um, so that, you know, my whole life, you know, the way I spend the time, uh, my time and what I spend my time doing is, is very different than it was, you know, pre-salvation uh, and before, you know, I recommitted my life to the Lord. Because I was actually, I believe, saved when I was about 10 years old and I received Jesus into my heart and then I recommitted my life. My parents were not Christians. I wasn't raised in a Christian home. Um, and so I didn't come back to the Lord till many years, you know, after first receiving, you know, Jesus into my heart. And um, anyway, so, yeah, so my life, it's been now, I think, what, oh, my goodness, uh, 16 years? No, that's great. That's great. Your heart is to encourage others to live better. How do you do that both in your business and personally? Oh, I'm an encourager. I'm, I'm. Uh, I, I'm a connector. I'm, I've been given words that I'm, I'm like a bridge, and which is interesting. My husband happens to be a bridge builder. He's, he does big structural projects and, and has done a few bridges in his, his career. And um, so that kind of spoke to my heart. I, 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 I'm a collaborator. I'm a team player. And I think the way I encourage women is I, I, I hope I encourage them to see and help them see their potential and um, positive aspects about them, their gifts, and, um, you know, and, and to, to encourage them to pursue um, what God has for them and um, what he created them to be and to do. You know, we, we all have incredible Opportunities. Each one looks different, you know. For one woman, it may be simply being home, and I, I don't mean simply, but you know, it, it might look different. And and how they serve, we are all to serve. I mean, Jesus came to serve, and um, um, but I think we we all have different roles and, and ways that we do that. And so the important thing is that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. And the only way we know to do that is to is to seek him first. And so I think that's one of the ways I do it is to encourage women. And I do a lot of writing on – I've written two books I'm getting ready to uh, have published, and um, I've probably written about a half a dozen other manuscripts, so I'm kind of getting ready to, you know, head that in that direction, the publishing world. And um, I do a lot of writing. I've kind of crafted my writing and, and by writing articles and, and posts for my own website. So if people go to my website in Google, you know, Carol Doyle, or you, you go to Google and, 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 and type my name in, um, then they can, they can find, you know, uh, content and articles that I've written and, and, and things. So that's, that's how I try to encourage is through my, you know, through writing and, and then just through my involvement in my work in Christian women in media and, um, and in my business, you know, I'm, I tend to be um, 
like I said, a team player. So we all bring something important to the, you know, it's just like the body of Christ. Well, businesses are the same way. The church and business and family, we're all, you know, it's kind of a, uh, a model for, you know, how God wants us to work and, and be. And um, so I think I, I try to do a good job of doing that. What tips can you give others to live better? Uh, tips to to live better, I would say that you have to look at your time that you have each day and be honest with yourself how you spend your time. And if you truly want to be better, live better, um, be a better person, we have to assess how we spend our time. And God has given us only a certain amount of time, and our time is precious. And the Lord, it says in the Bible, you know, there are scriptures about how we use our time and, and not, to, um, not, not to waste our time. And um, so that's one of the things, if you want to live better, is to assess how you spend your time and, and make sure that you make time for those things that you say are important because so many people that I see um, say that, you know, they, their priorities are, you know, they have a set of priorities or, or they say that certain things are important, but yet when I look at them, and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't take, a, you know, a lot to understand how, you know, how a person spends their time in their life, but you, you can kind of see it by how they, are they on the phone all the time? Are they watching TV, you know, three or four hours a day? Are they not exercising or are they not eating well or they, you know, our lifestyle has a lot to do with, you know, from, from a physical standpoint, at least uh, living better, but also it, it, it affects our, our mental state, our, our uh, faith. You know, if we're women of faith, we should be reading the word. We should be meditating on the word, um, you know, turn off the devices, go and get down on your knees or go and, and sit and, and just be still with the Lord and pray and spend some time reading. So to live better, dedicate time to doing the things that you know are important to do so that you can experience better living, you know, a better life, a richer, fuller life that Jesus came for and died for. You know, he, it says, John 10, 10, you know, that the enemy, you know, comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but Jesus came to bring a life, an abundant life. And so I challenge you to check out what is that, what is abundant to you? What does abundant mean to you? And when you can define what abundant means to you, then look at your life, how you spend your time fulfilling those things that are defined as abundant, and, um, and, and be honest with yourself. Yeah, that's great advice. Tell me about an event title that you uh, called Living the Abundant Life. What is that all about? Well, uh, actually, we... Um, I have a manuscript, part, <laughs> a portion of a manuscript on um, abundant living, and um, but we've done, you know, we've done small group, you know, events. Um, we we've talked about doing a a larger women's event because we work with a lot of women around the country, and I think that the the focus would be, of course, the same things that I talk about on my magazine. Um, and tend to focus on in general is living better, you know, physically, emotionally, financially, and spiritually. So I would always try to include, you know, when I do retreats and things like that, you know, different aspects of living better physically, emotionally, financially, and spiritually. Because if we're out of balance in any one of those areas, you know that it affects them all. 
and and so if you're struggling financially and you're never living, you know, you, you, you don't live within your budget, you overspend, you have too much credit, you, you know, maybe, maybe due to, um, you know, things outside of your control, somebody loses a job, someone, you know, you lose a spouse, you know, they're not all, you know, things, issues of man, managing, you know, there's other times, there's things in our life that are, you know, we don't have control over. But the important thing is that we are being proactive and seeking God and how for strategy on how to manage those areas of our life, you know, the, and and you know our health, uh, physical and emotional health is so important. And um, what I find is that sometimes people that neglect that, they I, I've met many women of faith, wonderful, powerful women of God, but they've ne- neglected the area of, of physical and mental health. And um, they do things to an extent that they're over, you know, they're overwhelmed, they're stressed, they're they don't eat right, they don't they have very little time for exercise, if if at all, and um, and they're literally killing themselves. I mean, it's not, you know, we God warns us there's certain things we can do and choose to do, and those physical and mental things are as important as you know the our spiritual. God wants us to take care of our whole mind, body. Spirit, soul, and um, anyway, so that's yeah, that's one. I mean, I have a lot of tips, <laughs> suggestions. You know, I'm still trying to figure out, you know, how to live better myself. It's it's a process. Well, I would think that one of the great things is people can go to your website and, and look at your online magazine. Is that a subscription, or how do they get involved in getting a copy of it? Uh, also, oh, I notice you. And you have like 800 plus contributors. Do you also look for new people to send you articles, or how does that work, Carol? Oh yes, we're always looking for contributors. As a matter of fact, what's one of the the things in my 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 plan when I launched Living Better was to be a platform for amateur writers and for people that want to have a voice. And um, I encourage people to send me stories of you know testimonies, personal stories. Um, stories of victory, and as well as you know, general content and editorial content and articles. So we have both professional writers, we have content writers, we have contributors, and um, you know, covering all of the you know the different categories we cover. Like I said, from beauty to to business, but you know, health and fitness, beauty, fashion, home, food, faith, money, business, relationships, retirement, living is a big now a big uh, channel on our site. And um, in travel, so that's kind of the things we cover. So anybody out there is interested in submitting an article, and you want an article link, which is you know having an article somewhere on another site with a link back to your site. Um, we're we're very you know I I, I very reciprocal, and and um, I really try to promote my contributors, and we do. We've had about 850 to date. We've had everyone from Anne Graham Lots who wrote an article on um, feminism for our site that was really interesting, really great article, very popular one, to, um, you know, regional women and nationally recognized speakers and authors and as well as many doctors, researchers, and and organizations that, you know, um, um, produce content on some of the more, you know, health and fitness and such. So, Always looking for people. If they want, to, if you want to send me an article, just send it to Carol C A R O L at livingbetter five zero dot com, and um, and our magazine is free. It's um, you know it's a, it's a website people can come to. You can read any of the content and articles, and um, 
Yeah, we hope you'll join our community. You can subscribe to receive what we call the Best of Living Better 50, and it's a periodic newsletter that we send out with the top articles that are you know current articles. And we have a Women of Faith Sunday blog, so we send out another newsletter on Sundays uh, usually um, that has you know like maybe three. We have three articles um, that we usually try to highlight um, related to faith. And then we have daily devotions. And every day there's a new devotion, Monday through Friday, written by Girlfriends in God, three awesome, awesome women who, uh, Sharon James, Gwen Smith, and Mary Sutherland, they're just incredible women, mighty women in God, and they uh, write for Crosswalk.com and Bible Gateway, the uh, daily devotions as well, and Living Better 50. So we're very proud and honored to to have those uh, daily devotions on our site. We're down to 90 seconds, so the show's over. So is there any closing thoughts that you want to leave the listeners related to success? You also had another website. Did you say, Carol, you have your own personal website too, Carol? If so, no, I, I just but, have Living Better 50. I hit my own personal, you know, um, Facebook page. And, you know, and, of course, we have Twitter, and we have a strong social media following of about seven – or, no, it's about 16,000 people, um, authentic, you know, followers on our social media uh, pages. But I guess the one thing I'd like to leave with the, the women out there, especially if you are in that demographic of 50, 60, 70, or 80-plus, as Robbie is, you know, I want you to know that for those that are planted in the house of the Lord, you shall flourish in the courts of our God, and you shall still bear fruit, and it says in old age, but I'm going to say as we age, and we shall be fresh and flourishing. What a great ending. Carol, it's been wonderful having you on my show, and I look forward for you to link me into some of the things you're doing so that I can spread the word to some of my NAPI members in Southern California and other parts of the country. Oh, thank you for having me, Robbie. I really appreciate it. And, you know, I was looking forward to being with you today and just so glad to have had the opportunity to visit with you. Well, much success to you and keep traveling. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm finally getting to do that more, you know, after the kids are all Well, like you say, we we have to take care of ourselves first. Anyway, it was wonderful, great information, and I will... Be in touch with you again soon. Thanks Wonderful. Thank you, Robbie. Have a great rest of the week. God bless you, you all. Too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.